This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. Ever wanted to leap tall buildings, uphold the law, solve a crime, but just don't have the time? Go! Go! Tune in to Joy 94.9, Wednesdays from midday, when Victoria Police Gay and Lesbian Liaison Officers Gabby and Scott ask for your help in solving crime. Victoria Police Glows, Crime Stoppers, The Anti-Violence Project and Joy 94.9, working together to help make our community safe. That's what we're doing here every Wednesday on Joy 94.9. Paul Anthony with you and also joining us in the studio is Gabby Tayak. Morning Gabby, afternoon rather. Good afternoon, I'm just getting over last night's celebrations. It was amazing, wasn't it? Shivers down my spine. More of that in a sec. And Electra Wellens. Haven't seen you for a while. Yes, only, what, um, 10 hours or something <laughs> <Yes>. like that? <laughs> something like that. It's normally the other way around. You don't see me, do you? That's no. right, for months on end. Except for every blue month. So, okay. Uh, and also, we've got a special guest in today. He is a lawyer. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and <laughs> we'll have more about him later, but we shall introduce him now so he can say hello. He can take part of the show. Is Enrico Bergio. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Doesn't sound like a lawyer, though, does he? Well, what are they I meant am. to sound like? Oh, I don't know. More of that later. Uh, what, what's going on with the show? Well, we're going to talk about what we attended last night, which was the No to Homophobia launch, which is a series of ads which we'll, we'll discuss and describe uh-huh. a bit more later. A, a really great event and something that we, is wonderful for the community. It's about bullying. Yes. It's about um, discrimination. Um, Low-level stuff, so not physical violence, but um, verbal Yeah, that daily harassment, intimidation stuff that goes on um, in the workplace, on the street, in all places. Um, and it's not just about homophobia, but transphobia and biphobia as yeah. well. So it's right across those. But we'll be going into more of that. Oh, cool. And Enrico will be adding some, some insight into that discussion from a, a legal standpoint, not a yep. criminal offence standpoint, but more sort of civil yep. l- law. The options um, that people have. Yeah, so if it, if it doesn't fall under a, a criminal offence or if you're thinking of some other way to respond, you can get some insight from Enrico. And we're going to be talking about Vic Police News. We're going to have Crime Stoppers segment. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of things. And we're at Purple Day, which is coming up on the 7th of September. Lots of stuff. All that and more on the Vic Police Community Hour. You're on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. You're on the Vic Police Community Hour. Paul Anthony with you, Gabby Tyak, Electra Wallens, and our special guest, Enrico Bergio. And it's time for Vic Police News. Coming up is September 11, and Victoria Police Museum is doing a um, photo display on September 11 getting some photos from the Associated Press in New York City uh, and they're having a full day of um, a reminder of what the emergency services people went through and the number of people who died and some amazing photographs to remember that that horrible day in history 11 years ago. There was a lot, wasn't there? Yeah, I can't remember, 3,000? Perhaps. I mean the um, the service people. Oh yes, yeah. a lot of them died as well in mm. the collapse of the buildings in the, of the World Trade Center. So it was September 11, 2001, when the attacks occurred. Um, so there'll be poignant images from award-winning Associated Press photographers depicting the mornings of the attack, the courageous response in the days and weeks afterwards by the emergency services personnel um, who worked in New York City on the day. So 
I guess um, if you put it in your diary to get along to the World Trade Centre, which is 637 Flinders Street on the 11th of September, which is, I think, a Tuesday, a couple of weeks away, between 10 and 4, and it's a free entry to the museum. And there'll be some displays of some amazing photographs. So get on down and have a look. Yeah, great for students to come along and have a look as well, um, especially if you've got an interest in photography or police um, or emergency services as well. The fire brigade, don't forget, it um, played a pivotal part in that. And would you believe it's 11 years ago this mm-hmm. year? Wow, time flies. Well, the, the photographs are from the New York City Police Museum, so we've got them on loan here. So I'm assuming they'll be displayed for more than the one day, but we're going to have someone in, in the couple of weeks coming in from the Police Museum to talk about all the wonderful exhibits that they have ongoing. They had an Ed Kelly one not too long ago. They had um, one about murder along the Yarra River, some murders that occurred in the early 1900s. So they've got a lot of great stuff that, that they display in the museum. So I think getting along to have a look at this display would be something that you probably wouldn't have much of a chance to go and see at other times unless you went into New York City to have a look at it. So that's the new segment for this week. Exciting stuff. It is. Where is it? It's a <laughs> uniform response photographs on the Associated Press. Where is it? The Victorian Police Museum World Trade Centre, 637 Flinders Street in Docklands. Yeah, so it's just down from Spencer Street, from Spencer Street Station and Flinders Street. And how much does it cost, Gab? Free. No yeah, money at all. That's right. Free, free, free. You're on Joy 94.9 on the Vic Police Community Hour on Joy 94.9 and it's time for our first lot of crimes. Our first crime is a recent one back in the first of July 2012 this year. A painting was stolen from an art gallery on High Street, Armadale at approximately um, 4.25am when two men wearing grey balaclavas allegedly smashed one of the storefront windows with a crowbar. Once inside, they stole a large painting and loaded it into the back of a green, older model Land Rover Discovery. One of the men is described as being around 185 centimetres tall with a slim build. Uh, we've released an image of the missing painting. So you can go along on Crime Stoppers. Again, you go to uh, crimestoppers.com.au and you can have a look by entering in case reference CA6321 and you can actually view the, the painting there. It's a bit of a, a modern Picasso, perhaps. Yeah. It's like, it's an unusual one, isn't it? Mm. And I, I guess it's the Land Rover, an older styled um, Land Rover Discovery might sort of stick out around that area. Most of them are new down that end of town. <laughs> so where we, if you were in the Armadale area on the 1st of July this year um, and you were down at um, High Street around about 4.25am, maybe going home late or something like that and you saw something, um, like we say, if you see something, say something but you might also know someone who's trying to sell some art mm. or someone who ha- has some art on display it's quite a interesting painting it's um it's a topless woman um lots of different colors so you'd, you'd recognize it pretty easily if get, get along to the crime Service website have a look at the photo and um keep a lookout for this painting who knows you could be sitting in someone's lounge room and it's up there on the wall exactly do we know, do we have any information that perhaps it was a targeted um, painting or is they've just done uh, a smash and look, grab? It, it's not, the information's not here, but I would say it would be a targeted one. If that's the only one that they've taken, it would lead to say that it was. Maybe it was saying, take me, take me. Take me, me exactly. <laughs> All right, recap on it. Okay, this was a burglary that occurred in Armadale on the 1st of July this year and it was a painting that's been stolen. Get across to crimestoppers.com.au. You can also call one 800 In case of emergency, always call 000. And remember, if you see something... Say, say something. 
If you have any knowledge concerning any crime, call Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000 or visit crimestoppers.com.au. If it's an emergency, always call 000. Joy, the Vic Police Community Show. After all these years, that's still here. Gabby Tyak's here. Electra Wellens is with us, and also our special guest Enrico Bergio, who's one of our who's who's a lawyer. We'll be talking to him a little bit later on. Uh, what last... lawyers you were going to say? <laughs> How many lawyers do you have? I don't know. <laughs> Are you all La- lawyered up? Yeah, well, I could be. You could be. I got two coppers in front of me. <laughs> I want to. I want my lawyer. Isn't that what it says? That's right. Something like that. My um, phone call. My phone call. W- last night was exciting. I had shivers going down my spine after watching the launch um, of the very, very first um, uh, No to Homophobia TV campaign, first in Australia. I know. I never thought I'd see the day. How exciting is it? But when are they going to be aired? That's what I want to know. Are they aired from yesterday? But where? When? On the TV, randomly. Okay. Yep. It's a, yep. a community um, program, so it's reliant on the, the big channels. But Foxtel has actually come on board, oh. and they've certainly made a commitment for the next 12 months to be running them, and also there'll be a community slot within the other, um, like SBS, um, Channel 10, and those sort of things as a community announcement. But, like we said, it was fantastic to have Foxtel on board, so maybe a few of you will be seeing it there first. But the best way to do it is to see it first is get along on YouTube and actually have a look at it there. If you've not seen them already, take a good look. Now, No to Homophobia has a fantastic website and also on Facebook as well. So if you've seen the ads on TV or on, on Foxtel or on the other channels... Send us an SMS. Love to know if, where, what time and what channel you saw them on. But Electra, yesterday um, there was a launch at Parliament House, and you attended that launch. Yeah, there was two launches yesterday. So one was the media launch, which was held at Parliament House, and where we had um, Gus Johnson. I don't know if anyone knows Gus Johnson, but you should do. Um, he gave a fantastic speech um, in front of all the media. Gave his personal story about being a, a um, out man, gay man within Victorian hockey and Australian hockey mm. and he w- he was fantastic because he, he really gave his personal story and I guess that's the other side of no to homophobia is the opportunity where you can actually share your story if you go along to the website and you can share your personal story as well. So the event was held up at um, Parliament House so we had Channel 10, we had SBS there, we had a lot of other news um, newspapers there as well. You've probably seen in the Herald Sun yesterday there was a great little article there as well. Um, but I know I jumped online last night and I checked it was in pretty much right across all the national papers last night. So this is a real coup for the um, group that have put together this campaign. They've worked tirelessly for over two years to put this together and it's finally a congratulations is here and we're all about to see it on mainstream TV. Fantastic work. So it was the um, Also Foundation were involved in this and we've got Victorian Gay and Lesbian Rights Lobby, Transgender Victoria and the Anti-Violence Project where they were the group who organised it, I believe. That's right. And so that was, the, that was the official launch at 12 o'clock at midday at Parliament House. And then that's where I saw you all again. Was that the community <laughs> one last night? Yes. How exciting, though. Um, you're sitting down to, to dinner. The news is on. Goes to a commercial break. And just prior to that, you've got a father and his two sons. One's quite butch, the other one quite thin. And when the father turns around and says, stop being a princess and sit down at the table. And all of a sudden, the homophobia, no to homophobia commercial comes on and is actually telling the parent, "Um, hang on, um, this isn't right. You know, and that kid, um, whatever age the kid is, um, knows as well. I mean, when, when your dad says it, you kind of—it's a bit of authority there. You go off to work or school, you kind of put up with it a bit. 
but now they're saying, hey, this is this is illegal. You know, this is this is not right. Yeah, it's really highlighting it exactly. And like and Gus, as he said yesterday at the um, media launch, he said he's so proud to be one of the many members of the community to say no to homophobia, and it uh, appeals to everyone else to actually take a stand as well and say no, I'm not happy with this. Yeah, I think as a society, as a society, it's the last bastion of um, what we recognise as vilification and prejudice. Um, we all recognise that if you say something about someone's race or religion um, or cultural background, that that's something that we shouldn't be doing um, and most people agree that that's something that shouldn't be talked about in a negative way but when it comes to homophobia a lot of people think oh you know that's just schoolyard stuff it's stuff that's said on the football field it's stuff that's said in the workplace and it's not really an issue but when you look at all the research that's been done um, people from the GLBTIQ communities have a much higher level of um, um, depression, um, self-harm, attempted suicide, and it's all because of all this little stuff that goes on that seems to be accepted Mm. by a lot of people. And that was one thing, and we'll play the ads very shortly as well, so you can have another listen if you haven't had that opportunity to do so. And as we said with Gabby, please let us know what your thoughts are about them here. We're keen to find out. And remember, the campaign is really about empowering people to, to take up the challenge and say no to homophobia. And it's everyone's responsibility to take action. And this is what this call is, is to really strike up that debate about what is acceptable and not acceptable. And I think out of this, um, regardless of negative or positive comments that are coming in, the fantastic thing is is that there is a conversation that's actually happening around these issues. It's there. It's on It's on TV. It's kind of like, you know, when something's on TV, it's a bit gospel, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it must be true. It's on TV. <laughs> uh, we're going to play some... Uh, well, we're going to play the ad, uh, and, of course, it's... I mean, it kind of needs the visual as well, but just to give you an idea, um, it, it goes through like a, like when they're at a sports arena, in a workplace, uh, on a construction site, mm. um, in a cafe, uh, at a school, um, and and stuff like that. So It's the type of stuff that happens every day. Yep, so here we go. Particularly if you've seen it, if you've got comment, uh, whether it's um, positive or negative, that's okay. We'd like to hear it. Uh, here's the ad campaign on Joy 94.9. You'd be loving this, mate, wouldn't you? Have you witnessed anything like this? Anybody can report this behaviour. Hey, guys, can I get a hand for a sec? I thought you lesbians were supposed to be as good as us, like. No matter how subtle... Hey, princess, where's your tiara today? They are all forms of sexually-based harassment. If you know someone's prejudices have got out of hand or have become inappropriate, do something about it. Have you witnessed anything like this? Mate, I've told you before, this is for real women. Is there a problem here? No matter how subtle... So who is it this week, a guy or a girl? Haven't you made your mind up yet? They are all forms of sexually-based harassment. Sarah, get that thing off your neck. We don't all need to hear about it. Anybody can report this behaviour. And there are laws to protect you. Do something about it. Get yourself across to notohomophobia.com.au and that'll be right on the front page. You'll be able to play that, Gab. Yeah, so I think um, once we, we come back after maybe another song, we'll get Enrico to maybe go through some of those scenarios sure. and talk about what, as a lawyer, um, what rights you have and what, what the lawyer can do for you because some of this stuff won't be won't fall under criminal offences so the police can't help you and there's circumstances when it can and we'll discuss that as well. You're on Joy 94.9. Joy.org.au Paul Anthony with you on the Vic Police Community Hour. Gabby Tanks up with uh, the next crime. 
We have a serious assault in Paran. A young man was stabbed during a scuffle with two other men on Chapel Street in Paran just about 1.30am on the 13th of May. The man and a friend had just left a bar when two men confronted them. One of the men allegedly stabbed the victim to the back of his right shoulder with a knife before both men ran away. The man who allegedly stabbed the victim is described as Caucasian, aged in his mid-twenties, approximately 191 centimetres tall, about six foot three, with a solid build and short blonde hair. He was wearing a dark blue jacket and jeans. The second man is described as Caucasian, aged in his mid-twenties, 191 centimetres, six foot three, tall with a solid build and short blonde hair. He was wearing a cream-coloured jacket and dark pants. And we released images of two men whom we believe may be able to assist us in our inquiries. And the reference to this crime is CA6261. If you look at the images, it looks to me like there's a couple of men and they've all got their shirts off. So being... Uh, it's May, I would assume it would be quite cold at one thirty in the morning, but they seem to have no shirts on, so that's quite unusual. No, they're probably all revved up, wired up perhaps. Um, mm. If they've come out of a, a venue perhaps, um, you don't normally wear lots of clothes to a venue. Yeah, so right? it's pretty distinctive. You may have seen that because it would have stood out this time of year. I'm sure if anyone had have seen that, yeah. you would have gone, oh, my goodness, they, are they crazy? <laughs> a lot of people out on the street probably at 1.30 when it's a, a, a night out, um, after dancing, going to a pub, having some dinner with friends, whatever you're doing. So there hopefully would have been a lot of people around at the time, 1.30 on the 13th of May, um, and can give us some information. It doesn't say which club, unfortunately, because that would give you sort of an idea of, I mean, it does say mm. Chapel Seat Paran, but that's a big road. It is. <laughs> yeah, I can't help you with that, Paul. I'm sorry. Mm. But if, look, if you, were, if you were there at the time and you witnessed the incident, you'd remember, or if the descriptions ring some memories in your mind, um, they probably were aggressive perhaps uh, before this incident or yeah. after this incident. So hopefully you'd remember it and you can just give us a call, get onto the Crime Solvers web- website and give us some information and help us identify them. Yeah, who knows? You might be able to just look at the way they're standing, the way he's got his hands in his pockets. You might remember the, the logo on on his back. You might have seen those three together. Mm. Um, who knows? So you might have remembered those white runners. Exactly. They're not the clearest of images. Often no. they're fantastic images we have. But, but like you said, I mean, the description of them, the images aren't clear, but you might remember the stance, some of the clothing, hmm. the, the description of them. So help us identify them. Yes, do that. Okay, a recap on that one for us. It's a serious assault in Paran on the 13th of May this year. Get yourself across to crimestoppers.com.au. You can also check out one eight hundred triple three triple zero in case of emergency. Always call triple zero. And remember, we don't need to know who you are, just who they are. If you have any knowledge concerning any crime, call Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000 or visit crimestoppers.com.au. If it's an emergency, always call 000. Joy. Paul Anthony with you. You're on the Victoria Police Community Hour with Gabby Tyak and Electra Wellens. Spoke to him a little bit at the start of the uh, the program. Um, he's been the with the Equal Opportunity Commission in WA for about three years. Prior to that, he was doing some uni, and he's currently a lawyer for employment and industrial law at Morris Blackburn. Uh, please welcome again to Joy ninety four point nine, Enrico Bergio. Welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. It's a great name. Thank you. I get a lot of compliments. <laughs> uh, we're talking about uh, no to homophobia. Earlier on, we played uh, the campaign that's airing all across uh, Australia as we speak, uh, not just on the internet, 
not just in your email, but on live to air or free to air rather TV and uh, and pay TV, which is great because it kind of means it's going to get that accidental audience, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You'll be sitting down, all of a sudden it'll be there, and people will be talking about it. No doubt there'll be some positive responses and some negative responses. Uh, can we perhaps start off and explain to us what is what is bullying? Sure. Well, um, I mean, bullying is a concept that I think is bandied around a lot. And the thing is, there's no, there's no set definition of what uh, bullying is. Um, in a workplace context, what we find with bullying is it's usually um, ongoing behaviour. So it's repeated over time. Um, it often kind of increases in intensity over time and becomes worse and worse. And in a workplace setting, it's often and, and usually uh, perpetrated by someone in a position of power uh, over someone uh, under them in a workplace setting. So um, that, that, that's, in a broad sense, what, what bullying is. And it makes you feel unsafe and affects that, your work and um, your health and all that sort of stuff. That's right. It, it's, it's, it's unreasonable behaviour. Mm. Um, you know, it's not you know, legitimate, proper directions. And there's research that's been conducted recently through Private Lives too, and the research is that for GLBTI community, over 80% of respondents that partook in the Private Lives 2 survey, 80% at some time in their life have been subject to intimidation or bullying um, Mm. around their sexuality. Mm. So those stats are extremely high. So I guess that's asked the question really, is does it have to be a one-off or does it need to be a um, multitude or a recidivist behaviour within the workplace? How does it actually work um, for an individual? Sure. Well, uh, in terms of bullying conduct, um, it, it usually does occur over time and does magnify and there's usually a, a lot of events that lead up to it. Um, some of them may be you know, subtle and small on their own, but coupled with all the other stuff that happens, it, it has, can have quite a significant effect on the individual. Um, in terms of uh, discrimination law, um, there's a, you know, a, a number of pieces of legislation that you know, in a nutshell say uh, if you're treated prejudicially um, because of your sexual orientation, because of your gender identity, that's against the law. Um, uh, that's what the law says and there are a number of options for people who are treated that way in the workplace um, to seek some kind of remedy. Often enough the GLBTI community get very resilient at this sort of low level harassment and intimidation um, over a period of time Um, but I guess the important thing here is and for the no to homophobia as well is about trying to cut it off so what Mm. sort of options are there if someone's experiencing it? Mm. No, and, and, and I think you're right. People may just say, oh, it's a one-off issue, it's a one-off comment, I'll leave it. Um, but the point is, um, you know, as a society, we need to take a stand against this and, and it's not okay um, in any society to be treated that way. So um, there are a number of options. I would, I would say to people, um, act quickly. Um, don't, don't kind of tolerate this behaviour and just sit on it and stew about it. Act quickly. Um, uh, and um, I'd tell people, you know, keep notes, keep documents of what happens. If you're being treated... Um, that way and you think it's because of your sexual orientation, your gender identity, um, keep records of it. Um, say say where the, what the comment was, write it down at the time, who was there, where it occurred. Um, and the most important thing is seek support, um, whether it's from you know joining your trade union, whether it's from speaking to someone in human resources, a manager that you trust. Many workplaces now have equity and diversity offices that you can go to, but um, don't suffer in silence. Um, speak out and, and go and seek some support. Explain the difference to me between homophobia, or sorry, a homophobia comment and a bullying type comment. Yeah, sure. So 
a, ho- a homophobic comment or, or in the legal sense, you know, unlawful discrimination is something, uh, action that's taken against you, whether it's, you know, uh, cutting off some shifts, cutting off your overtime, whether it's looking you over for a promotion, um, any kind of prejudicial action that's taken because of your gender identity, your sexual orientation. Bullying conduct um, may or may not be related to those attributes, may or may not not be related to, to your sexuality. You could be just bullied because someone doesn't like you. Now, that's not okay either, either obviously, mm-hmm. but um, unlawful discrimination is what uh, there are a number of laws that deal with that say you can't be treated that way because of your sexual sexual orientation. And we're talking here about um, civil law because a lot of these incidents by themselves don't fall under criminal law and so police don't really have any avenue to respond to that. And that's where you have to look at avenues outside criminal law. So you go to the lawyers, you go to equal opportunity, you go internally equity and diversity officers because... Just because it's not a criminal a criminal offence, there are things that you can do to protect yourself and make sure that doesn't continue. Absolutely. I think the most important thing is here is about finding support, and that's what the No to Homophobia does. You can go onto the web website and actually look about how to take action, get informed about this. It might not be happening now, or maybe it's actually happening to someone else that you know. So it's about being informed, finding the support, and how to actually take action. And often enough, this low-level stuff, if it's occurring straight away, and you set the boundaries as not to be tolerated, it can actually stop from um, things increasing or progressing and getting worse as well. How far do you think we are away from people actually taking immediate action like in the sense that if um, if a black person was in an office and it was a racist comment about whatever you can think that's racist about a black person um, it would be knocked on the head straight away it would be like you know that like it just would not be tolerated mm. whereas with the gay comments or the homophobic comments they they do get tolerated so how far do you think we're away from where it's bang mm. uh, you can't do that straight to the principal's office type thing mm. I think, I think we've come a long way and I think we should c- congratulate ourselves for that. But, um, you know, some people think that, um, you know, there is no discrimination anymore. There's no homophobia that exists in our workplaces and that's not the case. We've still got um, a long way to go um, uh, before, our, you know, workplaces are, are free of that kind of behaviour. And we as a community have to say no to it. And that's what that's the campaign's right. all about. It's showing you the things that are going on that don't to a lot of people probably seem to think that's not really an offense it's not offensive but you can see within those ads that they do have a an effect on people and you've got other people in those environments responding to them and reacting to them you're currently on join 94.9 on the vic police community hour get yourself across to no to homophobia.com.au that's no to homophobia.com.au on the first page we'll bring up the advertisement that'll be airing that's already started airing throughout australia first time um in australia's history which is fantastic uh, it'll be on tv and it'll be on foxtel we'd like to see if you can give us a comment before the end of the show you're on joy 94.9 to on the vic police close show it's now time for the next set of crimes thanks electra okay we've got a wanted for a Jonathan Gary Thwaites and his date of birth is the 14th of November in 1985. His description is that he is a height of 185, his build is medium, uh, eyes brown, hair brown and he has fair complexion. It is alleged that Thwaites was involved in a handling stolen goods 
in a Pioneer Bay in all places in February in 2011. There's a warrant for his arrest that's been issued for failing to appear in Latrobe Valley Magistrates. So that's a Jonathan Gary Thates. And you can go along onto crimestoppers.com.au and view a picture of Jonathan Gary Thates. We've also got uh, a man we'd like you to help us identify. It's alleged a man indecently assaulted a woman in transit on the Frankston railway line on the 23rd of March. At about 10.15pm, the man approached the woman from behind and put his hands on her shoulders before touching her breast. The man is described as between 50 and 60 years old, about 180 centimetres tall, with a medium build and short grey hair in a crew cut. He was wearing a black leather or suede jacket, blue jeans and blundstone boots. And we've got images and a face fit image of the man who we believe may be able to assist us in our inquiries. The reference for this crime is 6252. Uh, can, can you tell me the difference between an unwanted and the other one that you said? Well, a wanted person is someone we know who they are. Okay. We just don't know where they are. They've got a warrant for their arrest or something similar. And the other crimes are people that have committed an offence, but we don't know who they are. So we need them identified. Okay. You know what they look like. You just don't know who they are. Most of the time we know mm. what they look like, yes. Okay. Well, if you do get yourself across the website, you'll be able to see these images and um, probably go through that saying, if you know them, you'll know them. Uh, recap on those two. A indecent assault in Frankston on the 23rd of March. And a wanted for Jonathan Gary Thwaites. Get yourself across to crimestoppers.com.au. You can also call 1800 000 in case of emergency. Always call 000. And remember, if you see something, say something. If you have any knowledge concerning any crime, call Crime Stoppers on 1800 000 or visit crimestoppers.com.au. If it's an emergency, always call 000. Join 94.9's Vic Police Glow Show. Recapping who we've got in the studio today is Electra Wellens and Gabby Tyak, and also our special guest today is uh, Rico Bergio um, from Morris Blackburn. Um, he is a employment and industrial law uh, type guy. Uh, t- t- tell me, uh, Enrico, um, one of the things that I think will come out of the commercial that's uh, airing um, now on TV about homophobia mm. is people... Um, perhaps realising that, oh, wow, is that a homophobic comment? Mm. Like the first one being um, the sports, they're at a sports uh, arena. Obviously, uh, they know this guy's gay. Um, there's a lot of half-naked men around and one of the other guys says, oh, you'd be in your element. Mm. Guys obviously take offence to that. Mm. Uh, I've said that um, to a straight guy in a gay club when there's been lots of hands nights. Mm. Now, I'm definitely not putting down his sexuality, but a lot of these comments, people are going to start to realise, well, hang about, I say that. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Mm. Yeah, look, I mean, and perhaps that's right. Um, and um, I think, you know, in, in workplaces generally, uh, people who um, are offended by comments about their, you know, sexuality, um, their gender identity have every right to kind of speak up and, and say that's not okay. We might um, kind of tolerate comments like that. People saying something, oh, you know, that's so gay. Um, comments like that, um, I think, you know, people do need to speak up and say these things aren't right. And often enough, like even a parent might be called by their child, um, you know, you're gay as a, you know, a, a swift little comment back. And that's where it needs mm. the whole community to say, look, it's not on. Because if you're doing it to someone that you actually care about and you think it's a joke because you're getting away with it because you have a relationship with them, then it's, they, it's easily turned against it in a vindictive way or a nasty way to actually incite something within that person 
person and get a reaction out of them. Mm. So it goes through a whole pile of different levels. And just because it's a familiar saying doesn't mean that it's right. And certainly, you know, especially in the workplace, you know, an individual could be suffering this from out in the street level, at home. They could be suffering it from a whole variety of different um, areas. And then especially within the work environment, which it should be a professional environment, um, that it can be taken advantage of as it's just a joke. Absolutely. And the, I mean, the other thing is about these discrimination laws, they don't just apply to the workplace. That's where I, that's where I advise clients. I deal with workplace law, but um, anti-discrimination laws apply in all areas of public life, in provision of education, admission to clubs, sporting clubs, um, just provision of goods and services, you know, shops and so forth, hotels. Um, so they apply all across our, our community. We've had a text in from Jason, which I think is a really good um, question. LGBTI people are often invisible minorities in contrast to outwardly and immediately recognisable racial identity groups uh, or people with disabilities. Many of the LGBTI community can fly beneath the radar of uninformed colleagues and supervisors. What role might this dynamic perhaps play in the relative lack of inhibition some some have in making homophobic versus racist comments in the workplace? I think that's a very good point and an interesting question. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's right. Um, uh, uh, people may be more free to, to say, feel more free to say these comments if they don't know uh, that there's a you know a gay person in the workplace. That that doesn't make it okay. It's not appropriate. Mm. Um, and and the thing about this area of law is it's not it's not relevant what their motive is. I mean, they may not mean any offence by some of these comments, but uh, the law says um, you know it, it's not okay and it's unlawful. Um, I've got a scenario which I think would be helpful if you could answer for us from your um, law background. Um, There was one of the parts of the ads was a transgender person. I think it was in a pub or a shop going going into the toilet and the the, the worker there saying something similar to like, that's not the toilet for you. So how do you respond to um, a transgender person coming to you saying, well, I've been discriminated against. I identify as a female and I was trying to use the female toilets, but they wouldn't allow me to do so. Mm. I mean, you know, they're complex issues, but um, Mm. there are these, you know, protections at law. Um, Gender identity is one of them, sexual orientation. Um, as I said, it's it's the workplace and it's other areas, goods and services, um, entering you know clubs, entering um, you know the bathroom. Um, so they do apply. Um, a lot of those issues, I think, come down to awareness raising about some of these um, some of these mm. issues in the community. And I think that's why these ads are so fantastic. Um, really congratulate the team behind them because they do that awareness raising. Yeah, it's about striking up those conversations about this and actually questioning it. Is there actually a law attached to it, especially with the toilets? No, it's not illegal. Just because it has a male or female symbol on it, it's not actually illegal to enter in into um, those toilets. And not many people realise that. However, if you're in a shop or a workplace, certainly someone could ask you to leave those premises and that's where it becomes where the police would step in that someone would be trespassing. But as far as the toilets are concerned, there's no laws that cover that whatsoever so what advice would you have someone if they were experiencing some kind of harassment and and Mm. intimidation and these sorts of behaviors whether it be workplace um in a shop in a sporting environment should they be making notes of it if it was a one-off incident should they take some action Look, I mean, uh, that's open to people to take action. Doesn't have to be a, a chain of events. Can be one incident. One incident can have a catastrophic impact on someone's mental health and well-being. It doesn't have to occur over a period of time. But the importance of 
taking notes, um, uh, the importance of seeking advice as soon as you can, even just to get informed about your options, even if you're not considering actually doing anything formally, but just so you know what the options are. And there are, you know, there are a variety of things that can be done. Um, I advise people about the formal legal avenues. Um, you know, there are a number of um, uh, equal opportunity tribunals in Victoria. There's the Victorian Equal Opportunity and Human Rights Commission. At a federal level, there's the Australian Human Rights Commission. Uh, in the workplace sense, Fair Work Australia is an option where uh, people may uh, lodge an application about these issues. But there are other informal options too. And it's all about finding support. And I, I, I want to really go back to that. And this is where we really need to plug ourselves as Victoria Police in the glow work that's being mm. done out there as well. And also be the, all the other support networks, um, Rainbow Families, all those other networks that are out, out there. And that's the most imperative part is to try and get the support. Do not suffer alone. I think you made that point before. And I, yep. I'd sort of really like to harp on that one. And that's where certainly by going along to the website, you can check out what support is available from all those different levels from um, state from federal of what are your rights so get informed about it um, take up the challenge um, spread it amongst and share it amongst your friends to take up the challenge to say no to homophobia one of the questions uh, that are on the no to homophobia website is my school teacher said that she didn't care if i was gay so long as i didn't parade it around class mm. the question asking is this homophobia well look i mean i, I think it, it arguably is i mean it's um it that the teacher may not have, have intended it in an offensive way, but um, you know, I find that could be quite a offensive comment if I was in that situation. I think I would be offended. Um, it's it's basically telling that young person that who they identify as is not something they should be talking about or letting people know. That's right. Knowing that's right. what I know now, I would say, I'll tell you what, I'll make you a deal. You don't flaunt you being straight, I won't flaunt me <laughs> being homosexual. Uh, Enrico, do you have any final comments in the way of um, what we've been doing, like a bit of a wrap-up? Yeah, look, sure. I mean, uh, I've advised a lot of people who are experiencing these issues around homophobia in the workplace. Uh, my, my message to people is, you know, it's unlawful. Um, it's not okay. Uh, people need to get informed, uh, get advice, uh, don't suffer alone and, and seek some support. Well said. Thank you, Enrico. No worries. And coming up in, on September 7 is We're at Purple Day, which is a, a day to, for youth to say we're not putting up with bullying and ignorance uh, and um, we're trying to stop suicides and all that sort of stuff. So next week we're going to be talking to people from We're at we're at Purple and also from New South Wales Police who are heavily involved in the campaign. It's a national campaign and I guess it's giving you some time before the 7th of September to go out and buy something purple so you can wear it on that day. Absolutely. It's actually an international campaign and we're just doing it on the 7th and it ties in really nicely as well. All these topics and how serious they are because on the the 10th of September is um, Prevention Against Suicide International Day as well. So this is how all these low-level stuff can have a real impact and there's a lot of studies now that have been done to really reinforce that how that works with the GLBTI community. We've been talking today about No to Homophobia. Please do yourself, your fellow uh, GLBTIQ community peeps, a favour. Get across to that website, put it on your Facebook. Everyone sees Facebook. Put it in your neighbour's letterbox if he's a homophobe her. And start shopping for purple. And start shopping for purple. All right. Um, please thank Enrico Burgio from Morris Blackburn. Thank you. Thank Lecture you. Wallens. 
Thank you. Great to see you today. See you in another couple of months. And Gabby Tyak. See you again in October, Paul. No worries. You're on Joy 94.9 Podcasts. Um, get across to joy.org.au and click on the podcast and you'll be able to hear all the podcasts of the Joy sh- of the uh, police shows. Cool? Good? Got. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow. You're on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.